two months. Hard to believe, but that's how long I've been at Delphic Peak. All this crazy stuff that's happened, <laughs> it's only been two months. And you know what? I'm ready. I'm done sidestepping everything. Plans have changed and been stomped on time and time again, but we're doing this. And one way or another, it's ending. I'll make sure of that. Transformation. 
You became my new home, and yet, I know that my very feeling that way makes it impossible for me to ever be one of you, truly one of you. But I am not like them here on Earth. They cannot retain the wealth of understanding we have, and they never will. I am not like them, and I am not like you. I am like no one in this universe. I am alone. And so I know the choice has to be mine. No one can decide but me. It rests in my hands whether Earth faces a power so colossal, so unendurable that I don't want to imagine what may come as a result, or if it continues as it is careening through its tiny corner of space blissfully unaware of just how easily it could be snuffed out, a bug crushed unknowingly underfoot and left behind without a second glance. And it should not matter to me which path is taken, but I care. I can no longer deny that it is important to me. It's not important, but it's important to me, and I need to make my decisions with care. How much I choose to interact now could determine everything. Let's hope that I choose wisely. I only... No. No. Honestly, this whole not giving a shit what other people think about you thing is extremely rewarding. <laughs> Wonder why no one ever told me about it before. I, uh, I stopped holing up in my dorm 24-7, and it's been so freeing. I mean, don't get me wrong. People still give me dirty looks and try to make me feel bad and all that, but honestly, once you're finalizing a plan to convict your headmaster of kidnapping a student, the opinions of your trust fund baby peers stop really mattering to you. I'm only really in here when I want to record or plan stuff with Hattie, and... I don't feel trapped, because we know that we can do right on time. Hey. Hey, Joaquin. I'm just grabbing my textbooks. See you later. See ya. Oh, and hey, why don't you tell Headmaster Crowder I say hi when you see her? I'm... I'm sorry? Yeah, when you go down to her lab, or her office, or, you know, wherever it is that you two meet up to talk about torturing Aiden. Tell her I say hi. I... Don't. I've only ever met the headmaster at orientation. No, no stop it. Okay? What do you just, mean just torturing Aiden? I'm Aiden. Dude, <laughs> seriously? 
after everything that's happened, you still won't give this up? Is it is it even really necessary at this point? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. I know you're... that you know that I know that this whole act is full of shit. And you've known that I've known since literally the day that you got here. Aren't you sick of it? Aren't you sick of pretending? We both know. Why do we need to keep acting like we don't? And besides, your best friend, Dr. Crowder, has made sure that I've got nowhere I can go for help. I'm stuck here and there's literally nothing I can do. So, whatever. Right? <clears throat> um. <sighs> you know what? Yes. Yes, Joaquin, I am sick of pretending oh, and I'm sick of your attitude and how rude you are to me all the time. Okay, do you think I like doing this? Do you think I've wanted to take someone's place to know that someone's being hurt and it's my fault? But I've had to, okay? Don't you get that? Do I get that you've had to torture a okay, student and brainwash the whole school? No, no, I don't get that, Aiden. Or <laughs> I guess I don't have to act like that's your name anymore, huh? You... You don't understand, okay? What we're doing is bigger than you and Hattie, and yes, even Aiden. Everything we've done, there's a reason for it, and it, and it was never Dr. Crowder's intention to hurt anyone. I've had to work so hard not to fuck this up, and yeah, maybe I slipped up once or twice, but I'm not letting all my work go to waste, and I'm not going to let you make me feel bad about it. Oh, so it's not the kidnapping and torture that's making you feel bad, and not to mention completely screwing over Hattie by lying to the whole school. No, no, it's me. Hattie was trespassing somewhere she had no right to be. She deserved no, what she No, you know what? Stop. I'm so over this. You're a bad person. You know what you're doing is bad. I'm just doing what Dr. Crowder needs well, me to do. Well, I'm done. I'm not pretending like everything's okay, and I'm not putting up with your bullshit anymore. That's, that's all there is to it. God. I'm, I'm going to class. Oh, and by the way, you're probably the most conspicuous person I've ever met. You're hilariously bad at disguising your intentions. And newsflash, having a stick up your ass and being a rule follower aren't personality traits. We both know that's not the person you really want to be, so just give it up already. Well, okay, well, that's... Okay, well, you... Oh, man, you have no idea how long I've wanted to do that. You sure it's safe talking in here? Yeah, my roommate's got like three classes in a row today. So you got it? Oh, I got it, all right. Faden basically confessed the entire thing. L like, even more than I was expecting. Perfect! That means we can show everything to Serrano. Do you think it's enough, though? Well, yeah, we've, we've got more than enough now. I mean, it doesn't prove anything. Well, no, but it sure as hell makes Crowder seem like she's up to something. You were so confident in the plan before, what's wrong? <sighs> it's just... I don't know. We're risking everything. Everything we have is on this recorder. The Olympus is the one thing that's given us any chance of finding Aiden. The whole school is already so suspicious of us, and what if they confiscate it? What if Crowder gets her hands on it? She could destroy it, and then it's all over. I mean, that's why I didn't show anyone the recording from the gala. I get that. But that was when you still thought you were leaving. We don't have a ton of other options at this point. Plus, before, we didn't have any other evidence to back us up. I mean, look, what we have from the gala is weird. Not weird enough to indict anyone, but combine that with Faden's confession and that card from your parents. I mean, obviously it's not proof, but it's enough that it'll probably at least get Serrano to look into things himself. 
Especially since he's already looking for any excuse to get the headmaster into trouble. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity. Okay. Okay, you're right. Are you sure he'll listen to you? I will make sure he does. Okay. I, uh, I, I may have gotten a little carried away in the heat of the moment during the whole fade-in confession, so I hope that doesn't ruin anything. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I won't be showing him parts from the gala audio when the Spectre communicates with me via handheld recorder, so I'm already going to be leaving some stuff out. <laughs> oh, God. Should we, like, talk about that? Oh, what, the scary interdimensional space ghosts haunting our every move? I'm serious. It's completely crazy, but we can't just ignore that somehow it's a big part of this whole thing. Shouldn't we figure out how? With what? We don't really have any leads to follow, and we haven't seen heads or tails of it since the gala. I know, but I don't think this is something we can just ignore. There's got to be some way to get help from it. it. It really has something serious against Crowder. Doesn't make it that unique, to be honest. But if we know we have some powerful, supernatural being on our side, how could we not try to get its help? Look, Joaquin, I know. But what are you proposing we do? We don't know anything about it. We don't know how to contact it. We don't even know what it really wants. It may want nothing to do with us. I know, but how can we just factor out the possibility that it might come back? Sure, but we can't control that. What we can control is the plan we have. And it's a great plan! If this weird specter thing comes along to help it or hurt it or whatever, um, we can just adjust from there. But, I mean, what's the point in worrying about it otherwise? You're right. Yeah, I usually am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, we've got this. All we've got to do is play our cards right, and Crowder is going to be backed into a corner. Okay, we can do it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hi, Professor. Hattie. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think I have time. Wait, sir, I I know you haven't wanted to listen to me for the past few weeks, but please. Hattie, you understand why it is you're on probation, don't you? You can't go around talking to all your professors about this stuff when you're already in trouble for conspiracy. I'm not talking to all my professors. I'm talking to you. You know that the headmaster isn't completely honest with you, or any of the rest of the staff. And you can't believe I would just be plotting something against the school. I'd like for that to be true, but after what you did to Aiden at the gala, I... Well, I don't know what to believe anymore. Please, sir, I trust you more than any of my other professors, and if you just let me show you a few things, I can try to explain myself. I'm... I'm sorry. I've got a lot of work to do. I have evidence implicating the headmaster. I know you hate how things are run around here, and you have a lot of ideas on how to make them better. Please, if you just listen to me, I can help you prove a case against her to whoever you need to. Fine. Okay. What do you have to show me? Just be fast. I could get in serious trouble for discussing this with you. Let me just show you a couple recordings. I need to turn this off. I, I can't have any of this on my record. No, don't worry. I, I turned it off. I'm not recording anything. Okay, good. So what do you think? Uh, Hattie, I don't know. This is, this is a lot of information being thrown at me. But you admit that there's clearly something going on here, right? Possibly. I, I don't know. If anything, this implicates Aiden more than it does the headmaster. 
And for all I know, you and Joaquin could be working with Aiden to try to pull the wool over our eyes. Oh, I can promise you I'd never work with that guy. I don't really understand all this business about him not being who he says he is. Mr. Hayes has been enrolled at Delphic Peak since the ninth grade. Look, it doesn't really matter what Joaquin is saying. What matters is in the recordings from the gala. You can hear that someone is being hurt and kept against their own will. Mr. Hayes is trying to stop me from helping that person. And on the next recording, he admits that he is working with the headmaster. The testimonial of one of your colleagues isn't enough for me to bring Headmaster Crowder into questioning. But you already know she's been abusing her power. You said yourself that she bends the rules to suit her needs, and that she's been prioritizing her own independent work over running the school. Doesn't that seem convenient that the only two people trying to look into her now are on probation? Look... Joaquin, who the headmaster knows has been trying to dig up information on her, was planning on dropping out. Problem is, according to his paperwork, he doesn't turn 18 until November. And yet, he received this in the mail from his parents just last week. You can see that it's stamped from Illinois, and you can even look up the tracking history to prove that it's not fake. This is really from Joaquin's family back home. So why the hell would they send him a happy birthday card for a birthday that's nine months away? I mean, doesn't that strike you as a little suspicious? That's... But why would Headmaster... Because she needs to keep tabs on him. If she's got someone kidnapped and she knows Joaquin knows about it, she can't have him blabbering about it to the whole world. (sighs) Am I wrong? Look, Hattie, this is... This is compelling. And if I'm being candid, this isn't the first time I've suspected Dr. Crowder of forging documents. But you have to understand, this is a big ask. Kidnapping? I can't just waltz in asking the whole presidential board to start an arraignment against Headmaster Crowder for such a serious crime without any proof. I'm not even sure I believe it. You don't have to believe that she kidnapped someone, but this... You can finally help prove that she is up to something shady. I mean, the board has to know that the only reason she's even in academia now is because she was banned from the field for unethical practice. So why would it really take that much to convince them? This could be your opportunity to show everyone that this school deserves a better leader than Crowder. I have good reason to believe that someone is being hurt. You know I wouldn't be risking all of this unless I really, really thought it was important. Please, Dr. Serrano. All right. All right. You're right, Patty. I know I and a lot of the rest of the staff have been left confused and hurt about what happened at the gala, but I know you have a good heart. You're one of the best TAs I ever had, and I can tell you you really care. I don't know if I agree with all this, but I think it's worth looking into. Thank you so much, sir. We are going to have to keep this between us, okay? No one can know I'm helping you, at least for now. I'll do some digging on my own and see what I can find, and I'll make time this week to ask Headmaster Crowder a few questions. If I can build up a strong enough case, I'll take things to the presidential board. Of course. You won't regret this, Professor, I promise. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? It's all coming together. For so long, it seemed like we were getting nothing done, and now it's like everything is happening at once. I thought I was completely on my own, but now Hattie's got Serrano on her side. He's even meeting up with Crowder this afternoon. She's tried to stop us every step of the way, but we've got the lead now. Hattie and I are meeting in my dorm soon to game plan what happens next, but I had to come here first. I'm in the mailroom. Hattie lost all access to the basements after the gala, like they changed the codes and stuff, 
but that custodian who gave me my mail last week, he gave me access here, just to the mailroom and just to my one designated mailbox. He said he'd already be in big trouble if anyone knew he'd done even that much, but that's all I need. So I just had to come here and set something up. Chance. I don't know how things are going to go. Everything seems to be in our favor right now, but who knows what Crowder has up her sleeve. I don't want to underestimate her, so I'm setting something up for you. You must think I just haven't responded to any of your letters, but I need you to know I've been thinking about you this whole time. You have been what's kept me going up here, even in my worst moments. Knowing that you're out there and that I'll get to see you again. At least, I hope. <laughs> no, I will see you again. So. If shit hits the fan, and if things really don't go our way, I'll throw the package down the mail chute, and hopefully you'll understand. I, I hope it doesn't come to that, but at least I know that if it does, I won't be alone. And you won't be either. Ooh, so this is like endgame territory now, huh? Maybe. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, though. I know, but... Isn't it exciting? This is like the fastest we've ever made progress, and for once, we've got the upper hand! I know. I'm feeling extremely anxious about what's gonna happen at this meeting. Like, anxious like excited, or capital A anxious? I, I don't know. Both? Well, hey, that's progress. <laughs> I'm nervous too, but look, more than likely, it's gonna be a big win for us. Crowder was probably taken way off guard by all this, and she's barely had time to cover things up. So, no matter what she says in there, she's going to give something away, or at least be super suspicious. But what if she messes with his memory or something? After what Faden did to you at the gala, it seems like they're getting better at it. Well, sure, but I mean, I broke out of it, remember? And even if, worst case scenario, that happens, we still have the recording of him agreeing to help us, and I only feel a little bit guilty about doing that without his consent. That's true. I, I just wish we had proof. So we didn't even have to worry whether or not this'll work. Yeah, well, you know, if wishes were fishes and all that. Look, we've got what we've got, and after today, we'll be able to plan what comes next. So, I mean, who knows? Serrano could get exactly what he needs from her, and we could be sitting pretty. Joaquin, you need to come with me right whoa, now. Whoa, 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 I, I thought you were in class. Dr. Crowder needs to see you in her office immediately. She, what? Both of us? Just Joaquin, come on. Now. Wait, 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 what What the hell are you talking Do about? Do you think you can get away with humiliating her like this? She needs to talk to you. But she has a meeting with Dr. Serrano. We're not talking to you right hey, now. Hey, can you not be a dick for like three seconds, please? And she's right, their meeting is in like ten minutes. All the more reason to go right now. I'm not asking again. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm not just gonna go- Joaquin, you should go. What? You can't get out of this. It's better to just comply. Plus, if wishes were fishes and all that. Oh. You can get a confession. I'll hold off Serrano to you. Hey, stop whispering. I'm right here. Hey, save it, fake ass. This is a good thing. We can make this good for us. Okay. I'll go. I wasn't asking. Now come on. Ow. Hey, okay, let go of me. I said I was coming. You can do this. I'll be right behind come you. Come on. <sighs> go on. Okay, no need to push. I can go in myself. Thank you. Well, Joaquin Marino, 
How long have we been in each other's lives? And yet, we're only meeting now. <laughs> well, I guess the best things are worth waiting for. Oh, I don't mean to be rude. Why don't you have a seat? Garrison, would you mind? Of course, ma'am. I'll be right back. I apologize for him. I know he can be a bit assertive when he's worked up. But I promise I only want to talk. I admit I've been wanting to for quite some time. But it was never the appropriate moment. Now, though, we can have a proper discussion. In fact, you seem to have left me few other options. You're being awfully quiet. Is everything all right? Why am I here? <laughs> you don't have to sound so frightened. I mean it when I say I'd just like to have a conversation with you. No. N no. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you just wanted to talk, you could have done that before. B before you took Aiden, before you screwed over Hattie, and me. So, if you want to kidnap me too, or, or stop me, or whatever, J just do it. But, but don't act all nice and happy like you're on my side. I know that your perspective of me must be pretty unfavorable. And from where you've been standing, I can understand that. I mean, whatever monster you think I am, I would probably think the same thing. But I promise you, Joaquin, if you let me show you what I'm doing, you won't see me that way anymore. And I can assure you that I am not happy. <laughs> I am not happy at all. I'm frustrated, I'm upset, I'm stressed, because you seem so headstrong on making me lose all my work, the thing I hold closest to my heart. But do you know what I feel most of all, Joaquin? I feel proud. What? You've come so far. I haven't been making it easy for you. No. No, you haven't. And we've still managed to get the better of you. Is that... Is that what this is all about? <laughs> you never bothered with us before, but now that we've gotten a step ahead of you, we're actually worth your time, right? <laughs> oh, Joaquin, I would never have expected... Well, I have to say... I admire your confidence, but you've got it all wrong. I didn't bring you here out of desperation. I brought you here because you are finally ready. I'm... What? Here he is. Oh my god. Oh my god, Aiden! Jesus. Jesus, his face. Aiden, hey, are you okay? Uh, I'm right here. Is, is that... Are you? It's me, Aiden. Joaquin, remember? Hey, I, I'm right here, buddy. Hey, can you open your eyes for me? You can help us with him, Joaquin. What are you talking about? I, I don't even know Take what- Take a look. Aiden. Uh, I don't, um, uh, Headmaster? Wait, wait, where, where am I? How are you feeling? Uh, 
I feel good? I, I mean, I feel fine. A little confused. What's going on? I... Wait. Wait. Aiden! He's okay. He's just disoriented. This is only the second time we've been able to test this out. But look at him. He's perfectly fine. I don't... No, 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 no. What the hell is going on? What's happening with him? We're helping him get better. But I don't think we can do it without you, Joaquin. No, 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 no. I, I, I get what's happening here. You, you bringing me here, to, telling me I, I'm ready, bringing him here to, what, bribe me? You want to make us think that you're still winning. But the fact that I'm even here talking with you right now just proves that you're scared. You're scared because we're winning now. If we weren't, you wouldn't be trying to negotiate with... <laughs> what? 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 What is so funny right now? Oh, Joaquin, do you really think that if I wanted you off my back, I couldn't have stopped your little investigation dead in the water right from the very beginning? Think about it. I know you're a smart kid. Then why am I here? You're here because I want you to be. You must have put that together by now. I made sure that you'd be spending time at Delphic Peak, and any progress you've made since then has been because I let you make it. Don't get me wrong. I've been putting up genuine efforts to try and stop you, or else what would be the point? But from the beginning, I've been watching you, observing how you maneuver around every hurdle I throw your way, how you solve a problem when all cards are stacked against you, I wanted to see how far you'd get. And I have to say, you've done better than I had even anticipated. You found out something was going on almost immediately. And despite all the obstacles I put up, you've continually managed to get closer to stopping me. And now, all this business with Serrano, I have to say, I'm not even sure how you managed to pull that off. So what? You're saying all of this was just some kind of test? That you kidnapped one of your students just to see if I could catch you? No, no, of course I didn't. Don't you understand? Joaquin, you know what happened to me. You read about it in the library. It was a disaster. No one in the field would so much as look my way anymore. I couldn't get funding again if I got on my knees and begged. But I know they're wrong about me. And the students here, the next generation of scientists, they'll know that too. What does any of this have to do with Aiden? Now you're getting it. What? Everything with Aiden? <laughs> None of this was ever part of the plan. When I sent you those scholarships, I planned on getting you close to me, seeing how you'd work with me before deciding whether or not I could let you on my team. But when this opportunity presented itself, I couldn't turn it down. It was better than any test I could have come up with. How can you say that? Look at him. He, he's choking on his own sweat. He, he's dying. Exactly, Joaquin. It's awful, but you've proven that you're ready to help him heal. I know how concerned you are about him. Yeah, because of what you've done to him. Whether you've meant to or not, you're torturing him and killing him just, just for some cheap little game you've created. Do not say that. I would never harm a student unless it was necessary. 
Aiden saw something he was not supposed to see. Garrison and I, we were trying to make contact with, well, well, it doesn't matter what we were trying to do. I don't really know if it worked anyway due to Mr. Hayes's little intrusion. He didn't know what he was doing, but it didn't matter. When he walked in on it, he compromised the entire procedure and sounded the alarm to all of Delphic Peak in the process. The blast. Yes. It was certainly not the finest moment in my career. I knew I could write off the booming noise in an email to all the students. The faculty might be suspicious, but I knew none of them would confront me, especially since no damage had actually been done to the school. I wish I could say the same about my equipment. Everything was completely destabilized, and that wasn't even the worst of my problems. Aiden, well, he'd seen it all. We couldn't just let him go, you understand. I had already done some work on memory manipulation, but not enough to just make him forget. So the two of us took him down to my research lab, trying not to lose our heads over what to do. And eventually we decided the best course of action was to alter everyone's perception of Aiden and send Garrison out to pose as him temporarily. Meanwhile, I'd work on advancing my tech enough that we could rid Aiden's mind of what happened and send him back. That's all we were trying to do. We never meant to hurt him. Really, we, we didn't. But you did. You're not hearing me. We have learned so much from him just by picking his brain a bit. You call this picking his brain a bit? He, he is sick. You've been screwing with his head for two full months now. Because we have to. He is in pain right now, but all we're doing is trying to fix what we did. And we can't make him better without working through his brain. That state he was just in, where we made him healthy again just for a minute, it's a direct result of the work we've been doing on him. But right now, it's extremely temporary and nowhere near perfect. There is so much work to be done. You can help. I need you, Joaquin. And if you ever want him to get better, Aiden needs you too. No, no, you can't do that. You can't use him as a bargaining chip when you're the one who took him away in the first place. You can't guilt me Do into you think it was a mistake that we're here right now? That all of this has happened? When Aiden saw what he saw, I thought it was another disaster. I thought that once again, everything I've worked towards was just going to go down the drain. But then I found out he was your roommate. You. The one person I took enough interest in to bring you to the school. Think this through, Joaquin. Years ago, when I'm struggling just to keep my funding, a 14-year-old boy manages to break into my facility and steal information from right under my nose. At first, I'm mad. I, I almost press charges. But I can't help feeling a kind of admiration. I can't quite explain. And almost immediately after this, I lose everything. Everything. I am alone. Desperate. And not willing to give up. So, I come here. To Delphic Peak Preparatory School. Supposed home to the most gifted students in the nation. To find collaborators. 
young, open minds, unclouded by the outdated values that plague the field today, to find hope. Yet all I find are children with no thoughts of their own, blindly following the path their old money families have set out for them. Once again, I'm stuck in a community that won't take the risks necessary for real scientific advancement. Because to find the truth, the absolute truth, is to upend everything we think we know and stare something radical and dangerous dead in the face, unflinching. It topples what is established. And people are afraid of that. I've discovered that most people would rather sit comfortably in an illusion than actually seek out the truth. And so I begin to lose that hope of a brighter generation. But then I remember that 14-year-old boy, the one who, while everyone else was beginning to view my work as just another fad, took enough interest that he risked getting in serious trouble just to find out more. So I look into him, top of his class, graduating early, and not because his family is rich, but because he's capable. I invite him to my school, and the day he arrives, the one person closest to him stumbles in on something he shouldn't have seen. We wipe the memory of the whole school, and this boy can still tell something is going on, almost immediately. We try to wipe his memory again the next day, and still he manages to catch on. And it's then that I realize that this can't all be by accident. I'm being given a gift, a once-in-a-lifetime chance to really see if this boy has the prospect I see in him. So this whole situation, it's not a disaster at all. It's, it's destiny. Everything we've done with Aiden, it's what has to be done. The fact is that this is so much bigger than him. It's bigger than you and me, and it's bigger than Delphic Peak. If you're not going to do it for him, then do it because it's what you're meant to do. You're a brilliant student, Joaquin, and this, this right here, is the opportunity to fulfill your greatest potential. We're outcasts, but every road has brought us here to this moment, and you and I, we don't have to be alone anymore. We can do this together, and Joaquin, our work will change the world. I won't. You... What do you mean, you won't? Because I'm not alone. I have friends, and I have help. Don't forget that Hattie and I put you into this position. You think that I'm some prodigal child of yours, but you're wrong. I couldn't have made it this far on my own. I didn't think that I could trust anyone here either. And yeah, most of the people at this school are assholes. They're rich, and they're elitist, and they're stuck in their ways. But I found someone I trusted, and I didn't do it by hurting anyone. I did it by believing that at least one person here can see through the bullshit and fight for something even when no one else will. And that thing we're fighting isn't this stupid fucking school, it's you. 
So if anything is meant to be, it's everything we've been doing to try to stop you. And deny it all you want, but you know that if we keep pushing, you're going to lose. We've got the upper hand now. And I'll make damn sure it stays that way. Dr. Crowder, Dr. Crowder, open up. We were supposed to meet 15 minutes ago. I see. Well, I can't tell you how disappointed that makes me. I really thought you'd see my side of things. But I trust you understand that I can't just let you leave. You can't just ignore me. I know you're keeping Joaquin in there. This is a blatant abuse of power, and I will be taking this to the board if you don't open up. Dr. Crowder, what should we do? Joaquin, are you in there? Don't. Listen, I know you feel you have the high ground right now. Give it up, Crowder. Don't get out of that chair. I don't want to have to hurt anyone, but I'll do what I need to. Help! I'm in here! Stop! Headmaster, open the door now. Please! She's got Aiden in here, too! Joaquin, that's enough! I'll block the door. No, Garrison. It's no use. Get behind me. Oh my god, Aiden! Joaquin, are you okay? I'm fine. Dr. Crowder, what is going on? Why is there an unconscious child in your office? Serrano... Walk away. Excuse me? Walk away. I'm not going to... What? Dr. Dr. Crowder, are you sure this is ready to test? Turn around and leave, Serrano. Walk away right now. What are you doing? It's not focused on him. You're, you're hitting everyone. Walk away, Serrano. Turn around. Walk away. Stop. Aiden. What He's convulsing. are you doing to me? Good. Keep turning. Turn and leave the room and don't come back. Rhoda. Please. You're, you're hurting him. Stop. Doctor, I don't know if this is safe. Stop it. He's, please stop. Aiden, I can't take it. Please stop. Please, please stop. No. Wait. Stop. What the? Okay. You need to take the other and get as far away as you can. What? What was that? Who is that? I can barely move. What the hell was that? Where is that coming from? What was that? What was that? Dr. Serrano? Aiden! What did you do to them? They're, they're breathing. They're still... They're still breathing. I didn't do... I, that wasn't me. Why isn't it working anymore? Dr. Crowder, there's zero readings from your equipment downstairs. What? Everything just shut down? Looks like it. Nothing's responding except... No, wait, there's one reading. From the confinement chamber. It's still active. The, the confinement chamber? Yes. Nothing else is showing up. Well, that means... Are you, are you okay, Doctor? Hey, Dr. Crowder, where are you going? We have to make sure everyone stays here. Hey, hey, get back here. Watch me. Omnipotent. And stop, please help me! Help me! I want to 
I want. Oh, you want. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want. I So, so sorry. I, I never meant for it to turn out like this. F Faden, er, Garrison? He he's right behind me. I, I blocked the door, but it won't hold him off for long. I, I need to send the package down the chute before he gets to me. Listen to me, Chance. I, I know you must be wondering what the hell is going on. You must be scared. You must be really, really scared. I I'm gonna be okay. At least, at least I think. But, but I need you. I need you now more than, than I ever have. The Olympus here. The Olympus will answer all the questions you have. Go back and listen to all the recordings, okay? There'll be a few more details in the letter here, but it's urgent that you go back and listen to every recording. I know it seems crazy, but it's true. All of it's true. I didn't want to rope you into this, but... I don't know what'll happen to me if I don't. You need to help us get out of here, okay? I, I, I don't know what you'll have to do, but, but you need to do something. Let people know what's happening up here and come help us. I know it's scary, but you can do it. I know you can. Joaquin, come here now, right now. Joaquin! You are the bravest, strongest, most amazing person I know. I know you can help us. I'll be waiting for you. And Chance, I love you. 
is written, directed, and produced by B. Delapiane, with story editing by Elliot Sutton and Sienna Delapiane, art by Deja Brown, and music by Cole Ramirez. Episode 9, The Upper Hand, featured the voices of B. Delapiane as Joaquin, Rachel Feria as Hattie, Aiden Blank as Garrison, Sam Aguma as Aiden, Ryan Driscoll as Serrano, Shelley Gaza as Dr. Rhoda Crowder, and Jesse Carl as Aaron Owen Crowder. For information, And that's a wrap on season one. Thank you all so much for joining me on this ride. It's been so, so much fun. And it's an honor knowing that you've stuck with it to the end. But it's not quite the end now, is it? I'm working on getting season two to you as soon as humanly possible, but I need your help. If you guys are dying to find out where the story goes next, please, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And even more importantly, keep telling your friends about the show. Exposure and good word of mouth is the best way you can support the show during this hiatus, and it'll help get us through development on season two sooner. And if you want to stay updated on the show during this break, I have good news for you. We're starting an in Austria email list. I'll be giving occasional updates any time there's news about the show, so if you don't want to be the only person in town not up to date on all things in Austria, you better sign up. Oh, and we're doing a giveaway for it too. If you rate and review the show and sign up for our email list, you could have a chance to win free stickers of our beautiful cover art by Deja Brown. All you have to do is screenshot your review and email to us at inaustriapodcast at gmail.com with a subject line including mailing list and we'll add you. Trust me, these stickers are so cool. You'll be the hippest kid in town with one on your laptop or your water bottle or whatever. For more details on the giveaway, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at InAustraPodcast. You can also talk about the show online using the hashtag InAustraPod. Oh, and if you've listened this far, tweet or comment at us saying, ah! <laughs> Oh my god! It'll be our final little inside joke for the season. That's all I have for now, so I'm gonna go take some much needed rest before jumping right back into making season two. I love you all so, so much. See you soon, and as always, stay warm. It's cold in space.